know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K24, the best video game in the world. Because on NBA 2K24, you can set your rosters to healthy, meaning every player is available for every game. You can get your link in the description and get your copy of the game. BJ Armstrong, three-time NBA champion, alongside me, Momoci, here once more for the Hoop Genius Podcast. BJ, how are you feeling? Real name, no gimmicks. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, it's feeling, a beautiful day. BJ, you, you feeling 100%? You, you feel like you can do this show or, or do you need to load manage today? Oh, no, Bo, load manage. It missed my era, thank mm. goodness. Well, it's just a great day, Bo. It's a great day in the neighborhood. How you doing, buddy? How, how are you doing? I'm today? okay. I'm okay. Just okay. You know, I could be better. I could live in LA like you. That would make my life considerably better. But here we are in cold England with the heating on and the heating bill going through the roof. You know, um, but here's one thing that's been annoying me today. I've been reading the discourse online surrounding the minimum games played requirement. 65 games now to be all NBA defense player MVP. That's it. Just 65 games. Just just turn up for around 80% of your team's games. Okay. And you can be eligible for these awards. Now, Embiid obviously injured last night against the Golden State Warriors. Um, he's going to be out. He may miss out on winning the MVP. And we spoke about this a little bit. But I saw this from Tyrese Halliburton. He said, it's a stupid rule. I think it's a stupid rule like many guys in the league. But this is what the owners want. So as players, we have to do our job and play in 65 games if we're able to. That's what i got to do. Take care of my body to be able to play those games. See other players in the league facing the same thing as long as the owners are happy. Now, I have a few problems with what Mr. Halliburton said. Well, I have more than a few, but go ahead. Number one. Number one. He says, this is what the owners want. This is not what the owners want. This is what the fans want. The fans want to know if they buy a ticket to see you play basketball, that they will see you play basketball, not sit on the court side wearing the most ridiculous outfits known to man. Number one is what the fans want. The owners want it because they want the fans to keep buying tickets for the games. The owners want it because they want fans to keep tuning in to watch the games on TV. Because how do you get paid your millions of dollars? From the fans watching on TV, buying your jersey, buying your tickets. All the basketball-related income, that's where your paycheck comes from. That's my first problem. The second problem, he says, we have to do our job and play in 65 games if we're able to. Excuse me, your job is to play 82 games of NBA basketball. That's the contract you signed up for. Your job is not to play 65 games and then relax. BJ, we have a contract on this podcast. We have a wonderful sponsor, NBA 2K. And if we said to them, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling 100% today. We're only going to do four episodes this week instead of five. Therefore, by the end of the year, we, we do 80% of our shows. Okay? We're doing 80%, and maybe miss a few more, we'll be below 80%. Do you think that contract would still be valid? No, it wouldn't. If if people have a job, do you think they can ring their boss and say, ah, oh, boss, I don't really feel like coming in today, but I'll come in three days a week, you know? And I'm not going to do the full five days which is my job I signed up for, I'm going to do three days a week. Just, you know, I don't feel like it. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some guys, MB has got a valid injury, Halliburton, he's had an injury with his hamstring. It's valid. You're missing games. But all this complaining about having to play 65 games, there are millions of people in the world who would kill to have your job. And you're complaining because you want they're, they're trying to make you play basketball. 
They're trying to make you play a game. This is the most ridiculous thing I've seen. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing, BJ. Here's the thing. I'll just take out my chewing gum because I'm just getting <laughs> too. I'm just yeah, getting you, too. You, Listen, you are very fired up. You, you very Here's fired my up problem. Right okay. If your body is not built to play 82 games of regular season basketball, I have a very simple solution. Play less minutes. If you can't play 35 minutes a night, don't. Play 25 minutes a night and just play every game. But they won't do that because then they're not going to get their 30 points and 10 rebounds or they're not going to get their 20 points and 20 assists. So the fact of the matter is these guys can't play 82 games. They just choose not to because they'd rather play a lot of minutes over here, a lot of minutes over here, and then zero minutes over there. Just play less minutes. Put less strain on your body. It's okay. If you can't do all 82 and play high levels of minutes, it's cool. Even though we saw the players in the nineties, we saw the BJ Armstrongs of the world. We saw the Michael Jordans of the world. We saw the, the Gary Payton's of the world all go out there and play 82 games in a season. And now you guys are telling me that 65 games is, I quote, a stupid rule. This is quite <laughs> frankly, an embarrassment to the game of basketball, but more importantly, the things that the former players in the league have had to go through to put these guys in the positions they are today where they can sign 200, $300 million contracts. In the NBA, BJ, even when you started playing in the NBA, when you came to the NBA, you were flying in economy. Hmm. I am not an hmm. NBA player. But if I go on an economy flight, don't ask me to do anything when I come off the plane. You guys went out there and played NBA basketball. And I come off the plane, and if I'm not sitting in first class, I turn bougie now. If I'm not sitting in first class, no one's seeing me for the rest of the day. Okay? I ain't going to the gym. I ain't playing no basketball. I ain't sitting in coach with my legs all cramped up. I'm not even seven foot tall. We talking about players back in the day playing 82 games a season. They wearing Converse cons. They're right, wearing right. Air Force Ones. You've got the best technology in your footwear. We can talk about players playing 82 games a season in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 70s. In this. Yeah. You didn't have a masseuse. You didn't have all the pyrotherapy and the compression things and, da -da -da -da, and all this new technology that they've got for recovery. Now, everyone tells me players nowadays, they're more skilled and you know they're better athletes. But if you're better athletes, why could the guys back in the day who had less of these benefits available to them get through an 82-game season? The NBA is so big now, and these guys sign contracts for hundreds of millions of dollars now. Because right. back then, the players didn't say, I'm taking tonight off. I want to rest. I don't feel 100. I want to rest. My knee's hurting a little bit. I want to be fresh for that game next week. I don't want to play tonight. So here's, here's an idea for the NBA players, because people, okay. okay. people forget what I know. And I can't say too much. <laughs> so I've got to be careful here but, but, but the average fan who tries to argue with me on the internet You forget what I know And you're telling me, oh, he couldn't play Oh no, he wasn't feeding How about you stay out of the club? How about the yeah, girls, whoa, whoa, how, whoa, how about whoa, the girls whoa, you're flying whoa, in from the other whoa, side of the world? Whoa, how about you don't whoa. fly them in and focus on the game? How about you don't be smoking weed till 2, 3 in the morning Watching YouTube oh, videos? Oh, tap out, Mo Don't make out, me get Mo. too real with this Because I'm getting sick and tired <laughs> I'm staying, I'm killing myself staying up till six in the morning every day to watch these games and half these guys don't want to play. You say, oh, uh, 65 games is too much for me. Oh no, it's unfair. And then Tyrese Halliburton's going to lose out on his $40 million. You're still getting the other 200 million. There's other guys who have had injuries that have ruined their careers.
You had Isaiah Thomas. He was playing at he was playing at an MVP, damn near MVP level. He got an injury and now he's out of league. Now that's a real problem. And you're complaining because you're not getting the full extent of your Supermax contract. You're still getting $200 million. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And he's coming here. The owners are forcing us to do our job and play 65 games. No, the fans want you to do your job and pay, play 82 games because that's what the fans are paying their hard-earned money for. And that's that's what I got to say on this because I'm sick mm-hmm. of this this softness that I'm seeing. This is outrageous. Well, let's just drop the mic, Moe, move on. Let's drop the mic. There's nothing else more to be said. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, I'm just, just saying, man. Well, let's like, move on. Let's move I, on. But Mo, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell you how many times I've had to do things in life I don't want to do. I don't want to do. Now I get it. Some players are really injured, and you're going to miss games, and it's not your fault. But guess what? That's part of life. Bad things happen to everyone. Life doesn't go according to your plan the whole way through. Now, what happens, BJ? What happens to a regular person if they can't go to work and they're injured? Hmm? What happens to a regular person if you're a builder? If you're a builder and your job relies on you building people's houses and you break your leg? Not only can you not go to work, you don't get paid nothing. You don't get paid a single penny. And guess what? You don't have a training facility to go rehab in. You don't have the best doctors in the world there to fix you. No, you get nothing. So I'm sick of these multi-millionaires complaining that they have to do their job. You are under contract to do your job. So do your job. (laughs) And moving right along. Next on the agenda. (laughs) I don't have anything else to say today. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. I mean, I want to talk about the games, but I don't know who's going to be playing in them. (laughs) <laughs> Let's look at tonight's games. How, how do I know who's going to show up? How do I know 15 minutes before the game, they're not going to change the injury report? Oh, no, he's not playing anymore. Oh, no, he's in his uniform. Doing all months, but nah, he's not playing. But don't worry, he's going to be at the club till five tomorrow morning. Don't worry, guys. Mo, See, they, these oh, guys forget what I know. Oh, they, they forget no. I know the real them. <laughs> oh, no, I'm injured. Oh, no, no. Shut up. I know you. I'm not saying Tyrese Halliburton, by the way. I'm just saying, around the league, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, you're a little younger than me. I don't know, and I don't want to know. So, Okay, what else is going on in in the NBA world? What's going on? Lakers are having a meltdown. Lakers are having an absolute, absolute, and we spoke about this a bunch of times, but I feel like it's reaching almost a boiling point. And now people are talking about maybe the Lakers should think about trading LeBron. My thoughts on that are, does Rob Pelinka want to go down in history as the GM that traded LeBron James, the only one ever? And also, LeBron's in the final year of a contract, and he's 39 years old. Which teams are really willing to give up a lot when, if, assuming you trade for him is because he'll stay after this summer, they could just wait for free agency. What do you think about that? Well, that's that's a lot to unpack, you know, and I don't want to take our listeners. I mean, you just, I mean, Mo, you just had an epic, you know. I don't know what do you want to call that. What 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 do you want to call it? What you just did there? Keeping it one hundred. Oh, keeping it one hundred. That's what we we call that. Keeping it one hundred. Oh, keeping it one hundred. So, I here's what I think about LeBron and these guys. At some point here. At some point, we have to say, what's our expectation with this group? Like, just just 
let's just get through the nonsense. What is our expectation with this group? Now, our two best players, and I say our, I live out here in LA, is LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And, and by the way, shout out to Anthony Davis. He's only missed like two or three games this whole season. Okay. Including the NCAA tournament. Shout out to him. Yes. Now, our two best players clearly, clearly now, and here, here, here's what it is. No knock against anyone. Our two best players right now, consistently, they can't just put a team on their back and carry a team to a victory in the regular season. No, they can't consistently. Now, do they have their nights when they do it? Yes. At one point, LeBron James could literally put a team on his back during the regular season and carry that team. And the postseason. Yes, that's what I'm saying, you know, to, you know, 50 plus wins. He consistently could do that. Now, that's what made LeBron James, LeBron James. He could just carry you, the team, no matter who he had. He just carry guys. And then, you know, he would carry them in the postseason. They get to the finals. Yeah, they would win. They would lose, da, da, da. But he could consistently do that. Now. Now, Mo, he can't consistently do that. So then we go to the next thing by saying, well, he's averaging 25 and 10 and 8. Okay. Mo, you hear me say this all the time. What's your impact to winning? Can he get numbered? LeBron James understands the game of basketball. Make no doubt about this. This isn't a knock against LeBron. You've heard me say it. I'm going to say it again. Just give me what you have at this stage. You got 25, 11, and 8. Bring me that and then allow me to build a team to help you do what you can't do anymore, which is just carry us. Regardless of who we're playing. I said this after the game. I said I was watching the Golden State Lakers game. I said this after the game. What a game. It was a terrific game. Lakers win the game in double overtime. I said after the game, I was I was talking to Coach Sir. You know, Coach Sir, Coach Brendan Sir, legend, friend of legend. the show. I said, Coach, they're probably not going to win a game for the next few weeks. He said, Why do you say that? I go, They just played a double overtime game, and those guys played 50 something minutes. There's no way, there's no way they can recover. There's just, well, there's no way that you can play double overtime on the road. And then you had another games, I think they're going on the East Coast, and then be able to recover. And then they lose. Mm-hmm. They lose mm-hmm. by a massive amount. They got <laughs> the Celtics the next, Thursday night on TNT. Then they got the Knicks. That ain't easy. I think they'll beat the Hornets though. <laughs> yeah, but well, then they got the Nuggets. Mean, then they got the Pelicans. Then they, they got just, your Pistons. So I think so, they can but, win a couple. But but I hear but you. they they play the next night. I think the next game against the Houston Rockets, and they lost. They lost again last night to the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Yep. And now it's they're 10 games, 10 games under 500 on the road. And, Mo, they're going on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's no way for them to recover. Now, LeBron will still get his 25. Anthony Davis will get his 25. However, they can't carry the team to the win with the 25 like they once could. That's a big difference. So at some point here, 
they are going to have to come to the realization, like every other team, style of play, and actually the players they have will matter because their two best players can't just do what Jokic does now. Can't just do what Giannis does now. Can't just do what Jason Tatum does now. Jason Tatum just carries. He just carries you. Giannis just I mean, carries I, you. I, I mean, that, that's just res- what it is. Respectfully to LeBron, it's unfair to expect him to do that, but it's at, Anthony at, Davis just, that we're looking just, at. Like, come on, man. This is supposed Anthony, to be your team no, now. No, no, no. It's okay. I, I, I'll say this. It's very rare. Do you see these type of guys? Mo, we're talking. Anthony Davis is very, very talented. He's very talented. We're talking about carrying someone and playing at the elite level in which we've come to expect, especially here in L.A. No, he, his numbers are fantastic. But Mo, it's a different game when you're talking about carrying a team, carrying an organization, and winning. That comes with some added expectations. But more importantly, you got to do it. LeBron James has done that for the majority part of his career. He's 39 now. That's not happening anymore. He still puts up to 25. I can still work with this, Mo. But I just can't do it in the way that he once could. Mm-hmm. The key is, at, at one point, he didn't need any help. He could just do whatever. He could just do it night after night after night after night. Night after night. Now, he can't do that night. Will he show you from time to time? Yes. In the playoffs, when there's more rest in between games, there's no travel? Yeah. But he can't do this on an 82-game schedule like he once could. Nor should we expect him to do it. That's that's just, like, that's not even fair to him. Mm -hmm. As great of a player and a career as he's had, that's not fair to him. So now we have to help him get through the regular season, and then when he gives us those moments, those throwback moments, we can admire those moments. But to think that he, this man at this age can carry an organization and impact winning at the same level that he did five, six, seven, eight years ago, no, that's not happening. So I've said it. Every team has to have a guard that plays downhill. There's no, it's not a coincidence that when D'Lo plays well, they win. Mm-hmm. When D'Angelo Russell plays well, they win. Because you have to have that player. When he scores 25 or more points, they probably have a better chance than not to win. Because that's the way the game is played. So I, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking to trade. LeBron, I'm not looking to trade Anthony Davis. I just think you have to. Where else? To, where else do they need upgrades then in this squad? Or a lot of people like, are saying I, it's a lot of coaching. I, 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 listen. Don't get me started on the coaching thing. Let's let's just start here. What's the brand of basketball where we know those guys are terrific players, but they can't be the lead player anymore. If you're going to be the lead player, Mo, you have to, you have to be in an 82 game schedule. Okay. You're going to be, let's say, okay, you have a superstar player. So so you're telling me that Anthony Davis, who's 30 years old, 
who signed a $186 million maximum contract extension, tying him to the Lakers until 2028 for $270 million, is not capable of, of leading that team. Okay. All right. Let, let, me, let me use another, let me use different words. When you put together a team, you have to put people, you're, you're, it's, like a, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. You have to put together the right pieces to complement your best players. They are the best players. Now, Anthony Davis currently, to be fair to Anthony Davis, is playing out of position. Yeah, we've, we've had this conversation. Many okay, times. so it, this is just one person's opinion. In my opinion, Anthony Davis has never been a starting center in the NBA. He'll probably be an all-star this year, and this isn't even his natural position. That's how good of a player he is. So it is my job to make sure that I compliment what you do well, and I don't allow what you don't do well to get in the way. In my humble opinion, Anthony Davis should not be playing the power or should not be playing the center position. He is and will always be, in my opinion, a power forward. Can he play the center position by today's standard? Absolutely. Will he be one of the better centers in this league? He'll be an all-star, I think, this year. Mm -hmm. So clearly he can. However, if he's going to be this player with that level of expectation placed on his shoulders, let's put him at his natural position so that he can be the best version of himself. To me, that's my responsibility if I'm in the locker room working with Anthony Davis. Because I look at this as a partnership. That's who he is. Like, he's not big. He's not a big man, meaning he he doesn't have the weight of an Embiid or Jokic. Or, he is a vertical athlete. He runs, he jumps, he has length, he can block shots. He can do so many things. He can shoot, he can post, great touch, he's athletic. But he can't do what a center does because he doesn't play like a center. I, I say this to you all the time off air. There are centers, and then there are people who are tall. <laughs> okay <laughs> there are big guys and then there are people who are just tall well let me tell you something Jokic is a big man he plays like a big man Porzingis he's tall they both will have 25 points in a game they both could easily have 10 plus rebounds in a the game they both can have six or more assists in a game but one guy is a big man and one guy is tall. Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis is tall. So why am I asking him to do something, in my opinion, that he doesn't do naturally? Anthony Davis is not going to come into a game and say, hey, I'm going to control the paint. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> now, he'll block his shot in the paint. But he doesn't control the paint. So why am I asking him to dominate because we're asking him to dominate. We're not asking him to be good. Why am I asking him to dominate Brooke Lopez, Valanchunas, Jokic, Embiid? These guys are big men. Those are big men. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I want him to play against Porzingis. Why? Same body type. I want him to play against Giannis. Why? Same body type. I want him to play 
against power forwards. When you play the Lakers, would I rather have him? Sorry, when you play against the Sacramento Kings, for instance, Sabonis is a big man. So would I rather have my best player play against Sabonis or Harrison Barnes? <laughs> easy decision. That's an easy decision. Now, is he capable of playing against Sabonis? Absolutely. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hold him up to that standard of domination, like you just said, then let's put him in a position to dominate. That's my job. Some nights it might be to put him at the center position to dominate. Okay. So, but the other nights, I I I think he's at a disadvantage size-wise. So would I rather have him play against Kevin Durant or would I rather have him play against, what's the big guy, Nurkic? Mm -hmm. I, 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 I like the body type. Let him play against somebody who's the same. Why am I going to let Nurkic, 300 plus pounds, just leaned on him <laughs> for 40 minutes plus? Why? Mm -hmm. like, like, why? He doesn't have the physical stamina to withstand that. And then the next night, Another big guy is coming to town. Valanchunas is just going to lay on him. And then another night, Brooke Lopez is just going to push on him. And no, let's let him play against people who are his same size. If we're expecting him to lead us. So that's my humble. So the Lakers need a five is what you're saying. I think the Lakers need a five. But mm -hmm. I've been saying that since the beginning. Why? And, and I'm going to tell you why. I think the Lakers with a five helps everybody out. Because if they get an anchor on their defense, like the one of the best anchors, and you always laugh every time I use this guy, but Rudy Gobert can anchor a defense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all jokes aside, like I know you, 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 you know, we joke. I, I laugh at Rudy. I don't laugh at what he can do defensively. That's no joke. R Rudy as a center in this league, he anchors a defense. Mm -hmm. Like, like when you play with a center, it gives you so much more confidence to play on the perimeter because you know, that guy has your back back there. If you let Anthony Davis roam, when they won their championship, they had two anchors, JaVale McGee and, and uh, Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard, God and Jokic in that Converse finals. And huge. then Anthony Davis just roams. Now he's just, instead you saw what happened at. in the Converse finals this year. This is this summer. He just, he just let, let it. If you let him roam around, because he's like some type of hybrid player. He's like, well, he's, he's seven feet. He's a seven footer, but he's not really, you know, he doesn't play like a seven he's footer. He's no power he, player. He's a yeah, finesse he's just, kind of yeah, guy. He's quick. He just kind of runs. Yeah, he blocks a few shots. He shoots a fadeaway. He shoots a three. He runs the quarter. He does like a little bit of everything. If you just let him roam around, oh man, he's phenomenal. But if you ask him to just do one thing, then all of a sudden what he doesn't do well shows up. I think if the Lakers get a center who could just anchor, just I'm going to take care of all the hard fouls. I'm going to take care of all the pushing. I'm going to take care every time somebody gets back door, I'll be there to show up to take the hard foul. I don't have to worry about shots. And I just let Anthony Davis roam around. I think that would be the, the most beneficial thing to their team. I think it would be so good because Anthony Davis has so much of a responsibility to not only be an offensive player, but he's got to anchor their team. 
Like, well, that's an exceptional thing to do. It's not many people that can actually anchor a defense and be the first option or the second option on the offensive end. Like, that's a very, very, very hard thing to do. Very rarely do you see someone have the capability to do that. But I think if they could do that, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a huge thing for them because now Anthony Davis doesn't have to go into the game and worry about you know he doesn't have to play against like like like, like I was watching um, Golden State and I was watching Golden State in Philadelphia and I was thinking to myself you know what Draymond can anchor a defense hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and I watched him against Jokic. I mean, not in the Jokic. Uh, Embiid. Embiid. I watched yep. I watched him against he's, Embiid. And I thought to myself, he's got that I low center like, of gravity. He's Embiid. strong as hell. He's got the long arms to make up for what he, he lacks could. in height. Now, when he doesn't score on the offensive end, okay. <laughs> it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't Listen, when, bother. When Draymond shots are falling, it's just a bonus. Yes. But if Anthony Davis had the same type of if Anthony Davis had like eight points in a win, you'd be like, man, what's up with AD? It's very difficult to do because it's really hard to do that when you got to take that level of responsibility because you're playing every possession of the game. There's no time off during the course of the game. Like sometime, Mo, you know, most, in my opinion, most good players, if you're going to take a playoff, not that you're taking a playoff, you rest on the offensive end mm-hmm. because defensively you can't do that. No, I mean it's just you. Well, no, you we do see do guys that. doing that. We do see guys doing it, but the good players don't do that. Okay, no. all right. But if you're going to take, like, man, I'm I'm really tired. Uh, I'm guarding. I'm really tired. I played really, 65 really games in the regular season. season. It exhausted me. So I'm just going to take this offensive possession. I'm going to go in the corner and I'm just going to be a decoy. Okay, like. Your, your players respect that. Your coaches will respect that because you're going to give the effort on the other end because we know how valuable that is. Anthony Davis can't, he doesn't have any time off because he's got to be the best player on the offensive end because he's one of the guys that everyone else is playing off of. They play the offense through him. Then on the defensive end, he has to guard his guy, the best interior player for sure, because they're a little team, right? Mm-hmm. And then... By the way, he's got to block all the shots and cover for everyone else if you get beat. That's just too much. That's too Mm -hmm. much responsibility. But if they can get someone else to do that, I think Anthony, I think Anthony Davis would be the beneficiary more than any other player. And then suddenly now you'll see him doing things where he would he would really be in that, I think, MVP category, like a Giannis. Like Giannis doesn't have to do that anymore. And he was defensive player of the year one year mm-hmm. because Brooke does all of the dirty work now. You know what I mean? Does that make sense, Mo? Yeah. So I, 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 if I were the Lakers, I would try that before blowing up the team. Cause I yep. think they have a, I think they have a decent yep. team. I think they have a, t- put it like this. I think they have a team that potentially could beat anybody. So, so let me ask Even you this. Though. Cause everyone talks about, did you see the game against the Hawks? The Hawks fans were chanting at D'Angelo yeah. Russell saying, we don't want you, which I thought was a bit funny. But everyone talks about DeJounte Murray. Do you think Clint Capella is the player on the Hawks that they should be looking at? Clint Capella would be, you talking about the Lakers? Yes. And Clint Capella, yes. A player mm-hmm. like that. Well, let's wait a and player, find I, out. 
They've got two weeks to figure this out. LeBron already tweeted out the the hourglass emoji, meaning time's ticking. I don't know whether that's for the front office or for the coach, but... Yeah, I think... They ain't got long. Listen, something's got to change. I will say this. Well, this is one thing that has to change. One thing has to change. And you know what I'm about to say. You have to shore up your defense. And they have to figure out how they're going to defend and then play from their defense. I think D'Angelo Russell is good enough. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I really if, think if, he's good. If I'm then I'm going to get Bogdanovich and Capella. I don't know how I'm going to make the salaries work, but that's the two guys I want because Bogdanovich, he's shooting. He's having an unbelievable year and King Capella can do everything we just talked about. But you're going to have to give up something to get the, those I'm, two. The, the, I don't know what you would. So you're going to give up. I don't know. You got to give up Austin Reeves for sure. Yes. And you got to give up. I'm something com- else. more than comfortable giving up Austin Reeves. Yeah, that's okay. However, and I'm Rui Hachimura. Okay, that's fine. Give those guys up. However, in my opinion, the, the kid Austin Reeves has provided a, he's most valuable as a ball handler. Providing as a secondary ball handler. No defense. Yeah, that's okay. Most guys, the one thing, Mo, <laughs> Austin Reeves has shown the ability. He is a very valuable rotational player. Now I'm asking Austin Reeves now to be a starter. That, that, that these guys are so good at that position. There's a huge difference from playing against Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, Damian Lillard, John Morant, Steph Curry. You're guarding those guys to the guys that's coming off the bench. Austin, I'm asking Austin Reeves to guard the elite players in this league on a consistent basis without an anchor on the defensive end. That's an, that's an impossible, that's an impossible task. I don't care who you are. You're not guarding these guys. Okay. Without help. And certainly without an anchor. Now everyone's not Marcus smart and everyone's not drew holiday. (laughs) Marcus Smart spoils us because you see him do it. You go, well, he did it. Why can't you do it? Drew Holiday can do it. Why can't stay mm-hmm. in front of this guy? You, you try staying in front of Jamal Murray. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. These guys got counter to the counter. Okay. And the way they handle the ball, try standing in front of Kyrie Irving. That's not happening. So in fairness to him, they're going to have to shore, shore that up. That's why I think Clint Capella. Okay. I think a center like that would be of great value to their team, to their team defense. And if they could figure that out, I would like to see how it affects their team. Because yeah. I, I really think their team, as is, is good enough. I really do. I thought they had a nice offseason. I really did. And it, I know it hasn't Christian out. Wood ain't worked out. Jackson yeah, Hayes I, ain't quite worked I, out. So I, I thought it was funny. Did you see the remarks? They call him, they call him, he gets buckets. That's what they call <laughs> <laughs> So they were asking, I think it was LeBron, they were asking about Christian Wood. And, and he says, and he said, I'm paraphrasing now. He said, Christian only cares about one thing, getting buckets. And, and everyone he starts must laughing. listen to the pod. And, and then everyone starts laughing. And then Christian Wood says, well, at least they know. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. Hey, I respect I thought, it. I respect it. I do it, too. Man. I respect that. I Listen, respect it, too. Shout out to Christian Wood, then. Um, make sure you guys subscribe. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Get your questions into the Discord, because BJ and I will be answering them on Friday's episode. And most importantly, unlike Christian Wood, make sure you get buckets. Yeah.